0: We at Eyes pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Eyes podcast. I'm your host Demi Lynch and we are back again talking about the issues, topics, taboos that have to do with being a fat bitch. And today's episode, we don't have a guest we're doing things a little bit differently. I thought I would try something new. I thought I would do one of those Ask Me Anything episodes. And I think I'm going to do them again because I, a couple days ago, I asked you all to send in your questions. Any questions that you had for me, they could be anonymous and they could be about anything and everything. And It was really interesting just like reading all the questions that you had. Some of them, some of them were very funny. Some of them were seeking advice. And I think I might do this a bit more often, I think. So if you want to participate in upcoming Ask Me Anything episodes, feel free to head to the link in today's show notes. And yeah, ask me any questions you want, whether it be seeking advice, whether it just be random questions about moi, like anything at all. I want to make sure this podcast truly feels like a community and that you get to know me a little bit more, know who it is that's blubbering in your ears every single week. So yeah, so if you want to become part of Ask Me Anything in future episodes, head on over to the link. All people, all the, um, what's it called, all questioners are anonymous. Yeah. So, I guess we should get onto the questions that have been sent in. Um I won't be able to do them all that've been sent in, so if your question hasn't been answered, I'll be doing it the next episode. But yes, let's get on to it. All right. Now, we have some quick fire ones here to begin with, and then near the end of the show I'll I'll, I'll answer the ones that are more advice like because they they need the time. They need the time for a good deep dive. So the first question from my listener, follower, friend, human, person. I don't know. All right. Who was your favorite person to interview? Oh, okay. Who was my favorite person to interview? Um, Honestly, Aubrey Gordon has been the highlight of not only my... Fat and I's podcast, but honestly, my entire career, like, I am just such, such a huge fan of hers, with her incredible fat activism, and also her fabulous podcast um, maintenance phase. I just, I just couldn't even believe that she said yes to my interview request, and um, for some behind behind the scenes tea, we actually were planning this interview for months, and when i organize interviews with people sometimes i don't work out like sometimes i get ghosted (laughs) or sometimes you know as we go backwards and forwards emailing each other it just takes like say there's a week difference into each other's emails and then there's a couple of weeks difference and then slowly one person just stops emailing back and you know that happens like people's lives are busy and you know it obviously takes time out of people's day to do interviews stuff like that so when I do reach out to people with big platforms, sometimes it doesn't work out and that's it. And I honestly thought, oh my God, this isn't going to work out, you know, because this is so far in advance. What if if she forgets about it? Like, oh my God, but nope, it happened. And I recorded the episode at like 3, 4 AM in the morning. And I was committed. I'm just like, I don't care what time it is in the day. I will record this episode, which I normally don't do because I have work and stuff like that. But for Aubrey Gordon, you do that. <laughs> for Aubrey Gordon, you'll record at any time of the day for, for her, wherever, whenever. Um. So yeah, I had to like change things around work just to make sure I can definitely, definitely, definitely record this interview. But um. anyway, Ugh, Aubrey Gordon, I... She was just everything I wanted needed, and more during this chat that I had with her. I made her laugh, which made me so oh, which made me so so happy i I think I would say I'm a funny person i'm i'm a I have a weird sense of humor I like to shock people with by blurting out weird things all of a sudden, so I made her laugh, which made me very, very happy and I did make a do a spit take at one point. So that made me, that brought me a lot of joy. Um, it was just, oh, uh, I, cause sometimes when I do interviews with people, sometimes you just don't click and then that's okay. Like you can't get along with everyone. And I always want to make sure my guests are comfortable. So I try to make sure the environment's really relaxed and I could have just spoken to her for hours. She was just so fun to chat with. Just beautiful ball of joy. Just, oh, I adore her. I adore her so, 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 so much. So to answer the question, yeah, so much for me saying these are gonna be quick fire question and answers. <laughs> that's that's not possible with me. Um, yeah, she was my favorite person in the interview so far. Aubrey Gordon, like, highlight of my career, easy. All right, next question. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Who do you want to win all-stars? Okay, this is a RuPaul's Drag Race question. <laughs> People that aren't Drag Race fans, firstly, one, how dare you? And secondly, yeah, they're doing an all-star season and I've been posting about it on my socials a little bit because oh, Drag Race is just my comfort show. It is my everything. It is, oh, it's just my go-to place when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, when I'm in need of just this little bit of extra joy, it just changes my whole mood and outlook on life. I just, oh, drag raises everything. And also a little bit of tea um, on the upcoming Kaleidoscope Quiz interview series that I do every Sunday. I didn't do last Sunday because last week I had a mental breakdown, so I couldn't really do that. But anyway, anyway, this week's interview that's coming out on Sunday, is with a RuPaul's Drag Race former queen. No, not former queen. Sorry. A, a former RuPaul's Drag Race queen contestant. I can't do words right now. I just had a toasty, and my belly's really full. So when are my belly's too full? I can't really like articulate words the right way. So sorry about that. Anyway, anyway. So yes, be on the lookout on Sunday for my interview with a former RuPaul's Drag Race queen. And, oh. So excited for you to listen to it, not listen, read that interview. Anyway, question for the, end, question. oh my God, this is not going well. My words are just not wording right now. Okay. To answer the question that the listener sends in, who do you want to win All-Stars? Okay. That also is a long winning, that also is a long answer because I wanted it to be Jessica Wilde. But RuPaul decided, hey, unlike every other single season of this show, of this entire franchise, let's just have a top two. So then Jessica Wilde was eliminated, when really they should have kept it as a top three, like every other season. Because every other season they have a top three, top four, or on a very rare occasion, top five. So most of the time it's a top three or top four. Never is it a top two. So Jessica Wilde left, which I'm very sad because I love her. I love me some Jessica. So we have Jimbo and Candy. So with that, Jimbo all the way. I love Jimbo. She's a freak. She's a weirdo. And we love that. She's just so smart. Oh, and she was just made for this show. Like she literally was just made for the show. She gives me Bianca Del Rio, Sasha Colby vibes in the sense that she was literally put on this earth to be a drag queen. Put on this earth to be on drag race and just use their platform to bring so much joy. Yeah, Jimbo all the way, Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo. That's my answer there. Okay, next question. What are your favorite plus size brands? Oh my God, these are not quick answer questions that I thought they would be. Okay, favorite plus size brands. Oh my God, there's a lot a lot of brands, I could recommend. Okay, so prepare your list. I will, oh, I will make sure in the show notes, I write down these brands, because for sure, people will forget by the time they listen to this, and 30 minutes later, they'll be like, what the fuck were those brands that I mentioned? Okay, all right, so I'm going to give you some brands. If you're wanting something, and obviously, these are all brands that cater to the plus size community, which we always like here, we want size inclusivity. Anyway, if you are wanting the bright, the colourful outfits galore, I would highly recommend Lucy Wilkins, Little Party Dress, Proud Poppy Clothing, uh, We Are Golden Hour. If you're looking for the comfiest, the comfiest all clothes, I would recommend Peach the Label. Uh, particularly in this cold weather, their pants, their loose pants are just so good. So, so comfy, so nice on your skin. So definitely recommend that if you're looking for something on the comfy, comfy side, that's just gonna make you feel all nice this winter. Um, If you're looking for some overalls, some good structured pants, I would highly recommend uh, Souk Workwear and also Lucy and Yak. What else? Uh, Tights, if you want tights, of course, there's Snag tights. Snag tights are just amazing. If you want some good staples and basics, Fate the Label. And they also have just started up a new store in Chermside. So if you want to go into an actual physical store, try things on, there is Fate the Label in Chermside. And yeah, they just got a great range of basics and just a great way to create a beautiful wardrobe for yourself. What else is there? Um, Okay. And then I have to mention Cider because yes, cider, I think would cider would count themselves as a fast fashion label. However, the quality is immaculate. I got a bunch of cider clothes the other day and I have just not stopped raving about them to all my friends and all my followers. Like just the quality, like I got a bunch of knitted stuff. I'm really obsessed with like thick knitted materials and ribbed clothing and just the material was just so beautiful such great quality felt great against the skin i'm all about buying clothes that just feels great against the skin because it just just makes your lovely body more makes you feel comfortable and oh i just got a bunch of beautiful bright retro pink uh all these rainbow colors of all these clothes and yeah would highly highly recommend cider and again i know they're fast fashion and it's not a small business so that's why i recommended all those small businesses beforehand before you come for me but yes uh cider thousand percent recommend so yeah if you want to see a breakdown of all the brands that i just recommended head on over to the show notes and yes i'll make sure i put them there all right next question <laughs> Uh, I knew this was gonna I knew this was gonna come. Okay. Why do you hate City chicks so much? <laughs> look, look. It's just disappointing to see a brand so huge, a brand that has been in the market for so many decades, that has such a big platform, and waste it. And not care about the plus size community. Like they continue to create the same garments year after year and expect us to play, expect us to pay full price of the exact same styles again and again every year. And it's clothes that hides the plus size body. It's not clothes that are stylish. They're just daggy. They're just nah. They're just no. And I'm not saying if you shop at City Chick your daggy and your fashion sense is merit. That's not me saying that at all because I still have city chick clothes that I still wear now. I haven't bought from the brand in years, but I still have some items because they fit me and it's very hard to get clothes that fit my body these days. So, you know, I just wear them because I have them. So if you're someone that still, buys, that still buys from them, that's no shade to you. Like, you know, wear what you want to wear, wear if you are comfortable. But in a general sense, the stuff City Chick provides us. It just, it just ain't it. It it really does not meet the standards that we want and require these days. And also as well, the fact that they are a brand, a juggernaut of a brand that is, that caters to the plus size community, yet they don't put an actual effort in connecting to the plus size community. Like they don't connect with plus size influencers. They don't connect with like say the plus size runway that happened at the melbourne fashion festival the fat runway like they don't put in the effort to be part of the plus size community like as if they're ashamed to be a plus size like they're ashamed of being a part of the plus size community like for crying out loud the the head person of city chick is a skinny skinny white man like it's just i'm just tired of them they're just this old relic that has held a monopoly for so so long and it's just disappointing for all the workers and all the city chick community that even when there's all these brands coming out that creating beautiful plus size clothes city chick refuses to adapt and still will sell you a 120 twenty dollar dress that they had on the this exact same rack a year ago but they want to sell it to you at the same price but oh it's in a different color. like it's uh and then and then obviously we have the element of um unethical work practices that i've experienced and also friends of mine and my followers have experienced as well and it's just not good enough just not good enough for a brand that big that's been around for decades like it's not good enough Alright, next question. I told you, when it comes to City Chick, I can just rant about them for freaking ages. So better get on to the next question. Okay, this is an interesting one. Should people avoid talking about their own food and fitness routines around larger people to avoid triggering any traumas, emotions or making them uncomfortable? Okay, so that's a really good question. What I would have to say is that the main thing, the main takeaway here is that People of all sizes, of all shapes, of all weights can have histories of disordered eating, of, un- of unhealthy relationships with food and exercise. So I don't think it's good to assume that only plus size people can have, um, as you say, trauma, emotions, or feel uncomfortable when it comes to conversations around food and fitness. I think you need to start realizing that people of all sizes particularly women and gender diverse people have history with toxic diet culture. So I understand, say, if you're on a weight loss journey or if you're on a certain type of fitness journey, even I know it might be exciting or it might be something that, you know, you're nervous about or you just you just want to talk about in general. I think. Be careful with who you talk to. I think we need to get into this notion that topics like that need to be handled with care. Okay, so final question here. We got, I need some tips on dealing with an extremely toxic family who I think, yeah, extremely toxic family member who won't accept me for who I am. I constantly feel like I have to be a better person and just deal with it, but right now I'm seriously considering cutting him off completely as I'm just over being treated like garbage. This family member has constantly teased me for most of my life and i don't want to deal with it anymore also want to mention that he's extremely fat phobic and has bullied me about my weight on several occasions cutting someone out of your life particularly a relative i will have to warn you is one of the hardest things however it will be one of the greatest things and just know that when you do it it will get easier over time, but the beginning is really, really hard because you're going to feel a roller coaster of emotions. You're gonna feel guilty. You're going to mourn a relationship with this person you never had. You're going to feel like you've betrayed them as whether it be a whether it be a daughter, a son, a child, as a cousin, as a whatever your connection is to this person you're going to be sad, you're going to be angry, you're going to feel. Just prepare yourself that all the emotions is going to come to you. So what helped me a lot when I went through this process is making sure I had a tight knit support group around me. That was the most important thing. And they ensured me that what I did was the right thing. I think, that was my key thing here is ensuring you have a group of support people and make sure you actually tell them like when you cut this person from your life tell this group of people i'm gonna need you for the next couple of months i'm gonna need you when i am feeling guilty when i'm feeling sad i'm gonna need you to be there and reassure me what i'm doing is right it's like one of the worst breakups which sucks, (laughs) really, really sucks. I wish I could say, oh, this is easy, but no, it's, it, it is really, really hard. However, it's one of the best things, honestly. The amount of pain and stress and the weight I felt on my chest every single time I had to say, go to my father's house for Christmas or had to endure a phone call from him or have to, see him on my birthday that just impacted my life so much not just on those particular days but the weeks and months ahead or the weeks and months afterwards like having someone like that in your life puts a toll on you every single day and it just hurts so in the long run my dear this will all be worth it if they do not bring goodness into your life and all they do is bring you harm, cut them out. They do not deserve you and they do not deserve to be in your life. Okay, that was a heavy note to leave this episode on, but oh, um, big thank you to everyone that sent in their questions, sent in their, um, Asking that, that were we'll asked that asked for advice. I really, really do appreciate it. If you do want to become part of future episodes of the Ask Me Anything episodes, uh, feel free, as I said, to head on over to the link in the show notes. They are all anonymous. But yeah, I think every now and then I'm going to do more of these Ask Me Anything episodes. I really did enjoy breaking down these questions and answering them to the best of my ability. I'm sorry if many of them were rambling, but that's just my personality. Um, but, yeah, if you enjoyed today's episode, if you enjoy Fat and Eyes, the podcast, or just Kaleidoscope News Platform in general, or me in general, uh, feel free to leave a rating, a review, wherever you're listening to the podcast. But, yes, I will be back next week, though, with more fat content, more interviews, and all the fun fat stuff. I'm your host, Sammy Lynch, and I will see you all next week. Bye. We at Fatanize pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land.